Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everybody, we are back. It is taped on live. It's favorite podcast, favorite channel, favorite everything. We are back. These are you guys already know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. Leave a comment if you like it. Leave a comment if you don't like it. You guys already know what to do as well. Follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL at BD Williams eighteen for BD, and then of course. Panda Supplements, use TDL for 35% off. You can read it right here at the bottom of the ticker here. TDL percent, sorry, TDL discount code for 35% off. Pandasubs.com. Go ahead and check them out. BD, we're uh, finally reviewing the uh, bi week KC review. But, you know what I'm saying? We had to take a little break. You know what I'm saying? You know, definitely got a defensive breakdown up there on the membership page, but, you know, it's the bye week. Everybody gets a little break. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, right, the, right. The Raiders news slows down, even though Devontae Adams, you know, trying to stay in the news with the with the guy uh, doing his little charge for that, which is kind of weird. But, you know, hey, trying to, I don't know, whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's Devontae Adams never got in trouble, did anything like that, and now he's a Raider, and all of a sudden this kind of stuff. I, I hate, I hate it when that happens. I hate it when that happens. Hey, um, but we, I mean, if you follow me on Twitter, you'd know my stance on this. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? it, it is, it is what it is. Uh, it's, <laughs> that this is happening, but uh, let's talk about let's talk about football. Football, you know, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I wouldn't call this a, a a break for me because I have been like in this. I've watched this game defensively over five times now at this point. Yeah. Uh, with my charting and everything like that, so I've I've been on it this week as far as you know, um, che- checking them out uh, and and figuring out you know like what was the problem, like what happened here with the meltdown, and it's really not super complicated. It was just you know in the first half they were taking away Kelsey between the twenties and that was kind of like throwing them off. And then in the second half, Patrick Mahomes is like, okay, I guess I have to throw it to other people. Yeah. And the, you know, those guys won their one-on-one matchups regardless of who it was against, you know, sometimes it was scheme and sometimes it was just the guy winning. But anyways, you know, um, that's really all it came down to. And unfortunately the Raiders didn't really like adjust to that. They just kind of played their same game plan throughout the entire course of the game. Yeah. including in the red zone, which never worked for them. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so it's, it's, it's really not complicated what happened on defense, but I'm going to show, you know, uh, some things, some good things, some things that were happening in the first half and then, you know, kind of where, uh, where it all went downhill from there. But uh, yeah, before we do that, talk about, talk about the offense, you know, it seemed like the Raiders were moving the ball pretty, pretty well run game. 
you know, um, I really want to hear about the run game from you because going into this matchup, they kept on talking about how Kansas City had like the best run defense, right? Weren't they saying that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, best one, well, third and, best. Yeah, and, and third it best. was really good. I tell you, but I watched them too. Um, I, I mean, they they, they were pretty good at run defense going into this game, but I, I just think the Raiders were just kind of just bullied them a little bit. I, I think they, especially with uh, um, Johnson back there playing fullback and just he had a good game. I think they played a lot of 21 personnel, a lot of 21 personnel in this game. So they found a little formula, you know, that they're, they're not very big at the linebacker position, you know, and they're not very big at defense tackle either. I mean, Chris Jones right. is huge, you know, and even uh, Saunders, he's, he's undersized for defense tackle. He's undrafted guy, I believe. I know he's at the senior ball. I, remember, I don't know if they drafted him. Don't quote me on that. But um, there's players like that that aren't the biggest players in the world. I think they were able to get some push against them playing power football. Because I mean, they really they ran outside zone twice, but it was all it was all power, man. They really were basically ran the same run play over and over again. <laughs> basically, it was definitely like that. It, it was it was it was physical like that. Like we're gonna run the same run play. We're just gonna flip it back and forth, and let's see right. if we can stop it, right? And you know, a lot of it's <clears throat> just breaking the rules and kind of just doing what he wants. I think he probably, he probably drives me. Daniel's crazy, but he drives him nuts. He's like, what are you? Oh, good run. Great run. Cause you know, he's bouncing power runs where he shouldn't be bouncing them and taking the ball and, you know, doing what he usually does with, with how he runs power. I mean, he's going to do what he wants. That's why he's a little bit better fit for outside zone. You can read stuff and cut back a little bit better fit for him to bounce things. But you know, it, it's working out this year for him, right? And uh, he, he's got to keep doing that. Got to keep running hard. He's not missing holes like that per se. What I'm saying, but I, I'm sure he drives Josh McDaniels crazy. Josh McDaniels has mentioned it a few times. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, well, we know that about Josh Jacobs. At the, at the end of the day, yeah. if you balance power, you got to have a big day doing it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. and and he's he's been. I mean, he's the third uh, highest, uh, you know, uh, third highest rushing leader in the NFL right now. Yeah. Certain yards rushing, I should say. So, obviously, he's playing pretty good football right now. Josh Jacobs, definitely the best, I would say, the best Josh Jacobs I've seen yeah. as a pro. Uh-huh. So, through, so far through these games. Even pass blocking, uh, I, th- I think he uh, is playing pretty well. He only missed one big block on that blitz at the end of the game. There was a blitz that he came in really late, and they kind of just were trying to run up front as many plays. And case Kansas City got a, a corner blitz in there, but he's picking up blitzes really well. Uh, he's doing that well. He's catching the football well, too. So he's been you know, an all-around back more than yeah. just a, um, a – running back that he was the past couple of years when he was really a pass catching back and they had other guys doing that. I mean, he, he really is the pass catching back right now. He's, a, he's not officially the third down back, I would say, because they like to stick with that. You know, they like to stick with how Brandon Bolden, which I still don't know why they, they're going with the Bolden project, which I know Bolden got a, he got some power runs in there. Uh, but I know I'd rather have Abdullah catch and just make the guy miss altogether. And then, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know, but you know, they got their guys, coaches got their guys. Bolden is obviously the McDaniel's guy, and uh, is Bolden's pretty good in pass protection, right? No, uh, see, Bolden missed a couple of concepts already. Like really, like Broncos, he missed one where um, Derek Carr pointed it out to him. He still went the wrong way. 
Mm-hmm. Pre snap, he's like, "Hey, that, remember, there's, remember there's a there's a sack where a corner came just free, uh, uh, or a safety just came free." Derek Carr pointed it out pre snap, and Bolden still went the wrong way. So I don't know why he's playing, to be honest. But anyways, hey, maybe put Amir Abdullah in there then. Put put Amir Abdullah in there. He's not or gonna something or something. I don't know. Hey. <sighs> I mean, I don't know if Jacobs would do that at this point. I feel like Jacobs would have picked right. that up, right? Yeah. If you play Jacobs like that, then Zemir White's not getting any run. And every time Zemir White gets run, he feels like he loses like five yards. So the run game really is just Josh Jacobs. I think Josh Jacobs, yeah. he's making a lot of it. A lot of the big runs of him breaking tackles and then getting to the second level. Um, you know, I don't know how good the run game would be if it was like Zemir White who doesn't break tackles like that. So that's what I would say. Yeah. He's, um, playing he's, he's playing incredible. Uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> basically, uh, the two-point conversion, I'm going over that. Um, that What crept up with that play is with Jacobs. Something I always talk about with Jacobs in the red zone. I've been talking about this for years. We'll talk about that. Um, was that an RPO? No, it was not. Okay. That was a run play. That was a run play. Um, there was just like he was just like doing a little car was like doing a little like fake motion out. Yeah, 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 trying to buy because he was his back his back was to the backside on that play. Oh, we'll 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 watch it. We'll watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was surprised I didn't see it on Twitter too much that two point conversion. So yeah, people were asking a lot of questions about that because you have you'd have to be critical of Jacobs. That's why. Uh, <laughs> it's basically why uh, um, you're not allowed to do that this week. You had 153 yards, a touchdown, 21 carries, and all this. Yeah, of, you're not allowed to do that this week. Can't be critical. It's not touchdown. about the one. It's not the one about the one that he uh, <laughs> that he missed. And anyways, anyways, <laughs> Casey's Casey's coming out with a different mentality if they're down one. Yeah, you know that last drive. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not so it's not so certain that the Raiders were going to be able to stop them there, right there. You know, they kind of coasted a little bit because they had the lead. It changed their mentality. So I'm not I'm not certain that you know just Josh Jacobs scoring right there. Um, I, I still think it's a two score. It's, it's you still have to score again, regardless. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. we got to score again too because I mean I think they probably get down and uh, score a field goal or some some something. They do something. Going back, down yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm, but I'm, I'm gonna go over the the two point play, and I'm also gonna go over the last play. We're talking about you know timing and the route, all that good stuff. We get we do some some super breakdown or something like that. So we're gonna get into that play, you know, like it's NFL matchup. Why don't uh, well, so then you want to go first? Huh? Yeah, we can go first. All right, yeah, go ahead. Do do your thing. Uh, Marcus is bringing us an uh, offensive breakdown here. All these questions, mostly about the offense, what happened here. Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. All right. Full screen. All right. So, you know, Josh Jacobs really was – this Raiders offense this game, he had 21 carries. They got 26 touches overall. So that means a lot for a running back. 
he was the offense in this game. I mean, Derek Carr is kind of just along for the ride. It's basically what this offense has become. If they keep on this, this kind of train is, you know, run the ball, explosive pass plays, which is fine. Hey, <laughs> that works. It puts up 29. It's put up 32, you know, the last two weeks. That's what you want to do. But you know, we're talking about just Josh Jacobs and his development all together. Right. So play action, the screen game. He's really shown his ability to you know, get up in the open field when catching the ball. So you see right here, if he doesn't, if he catches this one clean, though, it would have been a better run. But you see how he has an open field, how he can make plays. Play action right right with the screen. So if he catches this clean, man, that would have been a huge play. Still a big play. Right there. And then, and then the run game, they basically ran the same run play over and over and over again. All right. All right. So basically what they call this, they call this ride 34 gap. I mean, basically you'll see the combos here on this side. Right. And then it's basically just man on man, but there's going to be a combo block combo. Right. And then one of these guys goes up to whoever the, whoever card designates as the mic. Right. So sometimes these combo blocks, we're going to get into this, Later, so these combo blocks they last too long, and these guys don't get off them. You see, you got Johnson coming up right through here on this lead. It's a great block by Johnson right on forty-five. Boom, right there, right. You see a great block from Hollins, and it's just awesome. Look at the hole he has right there. Jacobs just squeezes, breaks the tackle. Another guy bounces off him. First down, right. And I'm telling you, this team was probably like, "What is going on? We never been ran on like." like this before same play same exact run play <laughs> same play here we go once again but, but jacobs he freelances a little bit right here right because this play is supposed to go this way i mean that's the design right 34 gap you know what i'm saying you, you could talk about three four gaps if you want to if you're ever done run game stuff two gap 22 some some people call it like 22d 22 whatever in the power run game but Jacobs just freelances here. He's not supposed to go this way. He's not. <laughs> and he turns to a big play. And then him and Justin Reed, he just runs him over. Boom, right? We're going to talk about this later, though. We're going we're to talk about this one later because it's going to come up. Just, Love just, that. Love right? that play. Here we go. Once again. Basically, same thing. The lead power here, right? Combo blocks. Jacobs does a great job of just following Johnson here. Great patience, setting it up. Eight yards. So I mean, this is bully ball. We're just playing bully ball here, guys. Bully football, basically. Right here, another, another one. Like I said, we're going here. Basically, same run play. Johnson with the big block. Great block by Mumford out there. And then there's Jacobs is doing his thing, breaking tackles, spins off that one. Another big play. So watch this one again. It's, so they're just doing work. I mean, the offensive line, they got to they get a lot of props, man. They're doing work this game, too. Look at all these great blocks. You got great blocks from everybody. Mumford, Johnson, Illuminor. Right? It allows Jacobs to get into the, sec the second level and do his thing. Right? 
Gotta love it. And here we go. Once again, Gindle lead. Power here. Jake is with the patience. Burst right through. Boom. We need a big run. So watch that one again. This is my favorite run from again. This, I mean, he did not used to run power like this. You love the patience, right? Set set up the blocks, right? You allow Johnson, you allow Mumford to get to the second level, you allow Luminor to seal this block, right? And then you can burst through the hole like that. Like, look at that burst that he set up with. Like, that's some Le'Veon Bell stuff right here. This is Le'Veon Bell and power type of stuff, right? Hit that burst right there. And even when Hollins doesn't make that block, you still force, miss tackle. You're off the races. All right. And like I said, he's even helping in the passing game. This one. Just making it happen open field, breaking tackles. Getting a quick 13 uh, on a big drive when they needed some points. Right? All right. So two-point conversion here. I know we're talking about RPO. Let's just let it run real quick. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I know people saw the run fake here, the little pass fake, but here we go. Now, I mean, this is just powerful. This is shotgun power, right? So, see the Dumbo, sorry, sorry, the combo blocks once again. You got the ace block right there, right? So really what this comes down to is, you see there's a hole right here, right? But it's Justin Reed here. We already just saw Josh Jacobs run over Justin Reed. We already saw it, okay? He ran over and went forward, right? Right in, you know, for another, what, like two yards maybe, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's just him and Justin Reed. But he goes inside. And, and this happens. He's done this all the time. He's all the time in the red zone since I've been pointed out since I think Tape Don't Lie existed. I think <laughs> like our, our second, third episode, I talked about this in Green Bay where he had this kind of play. Right. And he just you get, at this point, you know, if he just takes on just a read, I mean, because it's really hard to tackle Josh Jacobs one on one, even if he plays behind his pass. Let's just say this. Just a read stands him up. We're getting all these linemen behind him. They're pushing behind him. And it's going to be 
hard to keep him out of the end zone unless Justin Reed just gives him a tackle of his life. And Justin Reed gives him the tackle of his life, then that's great on Justin Reed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But make, make him, him do that. Make, make him, him do that. that. Yeah. Right? Because if he just goes at him, who knows what happens? You know? I agree. I agree. But he tries to go inside right here. They're not getting enough push. And then, then you know, Reed can get behind and get grab his legs. And then he can't get the push that he wants anyways. And he misses. And they don't score. So and he he just we just saw he we just saw you play physical and run him over. You know what I mean? Run him over there too. I mean, look at all that space. It's just him and Justin Reed. Justin Reed has to come down and tackle him and like hold him. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I just feel like they could have hit that better. All right, so we're gonna talk about this play. The last play of the game where they ran into each other, boom, God, but I don't just ridiculous. But but I, I want to talk about this and run into each other here for a couple of things. All right. Because one, they they'd never run this play before. Okay. They never run this play. I've never seen them run this play. This is the first time they ran this play. Okay. It's called a spur, like harpoon. Okay, so basically, you have the post route, twelve post, right? But you have what we call it, what the Z does here, which you're gonna watch Renfro. You're gonna watch Renfro. He's gonna go inside. He's gonna come up, and he's gonna get to about fifteen. And he's supposed to, right? He's kind of supposed to go over, kind of. So it's kind of weird. It, I mean. Adam's not supposed to go inside, first of all. It's, he's supposed to go outside so he can kind of keep the space. So when he goes to the post route, you know, it's, it's it's all ugly. But the point is, they've never run this route. Renfro has been out for two weeks, okay? They've never run this play. I've never seen him run this play. I, I mean, I tried, I tried this a lot, guys. So we'll watch, it, we'll watch it live here. So you see Renfro, he goes inside, comes back inside, just like that route concept. but. Adams is coming inside because maybe he's thinking, I'm going to sell the post like this. I'm going to come inside, sell that post, and then come back like that. Maybe that's what he's thinking. But I don't know if it works like that. I think he should have the outside release, kind of go like that, and then kind of come back inside. But, I mean, you could decide that how you want to – I don't want to tell Devontae Adams how he wants to run his routes, I guess. But it kind of messed up this play because I still think Renfro cut this off a little too early too. And you can see he's going into that bull route. You see he's kind of going up instead of a straight out. And he runs right into Devontae Adams. Because we'll watch his backside, too. You can watch Carr's eyes. I think Carr wants to go to Renfro here, right? You watch him open up. That's where his feet are originally going. His feet are originally going towards Renfro here. But he decides, I have no chance to get it to Renfro. I'm just going to throw it up for Adams and hope he gets there. <laughs> and I don't know if he was. Because because you could see, you could even see if you if you go right here, you can see Adams. He's trying to, he's even about to sell the corner, or you mean he's about to see the impact, but he's trying to sell the corner route in the back to get the shake route there. And just running to each other.
and we'll watch it back side here. Running back, running back to the very beginning of that. All right, let's see. I just want to see what the pre-snap communication is when Carl realizes that the blitz is coming. There you go. I got that right there. Oh, hold on. I got that. Uh, yeah, 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 it's all good. It's all good. You see it right there, though. Is he is he mo uh, gesturing towards Devonte? You see right here. Go back a little bit. No, he's pointing out blitzers. That's what he. That's what's happening. Yeah, he's pointing. So out they're so they're running the play. There's no audible here. Mm -mm, they're, no audible. they're they're running the play. Which which you know we talked about. They wanted this to be a run play, like. I don't know why you do play action here, but that's just me. I mean, I guess. <laughs> we just influence those safeties, 26. I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess you have some safeties. But, you know, this is a big miss on, you know, um, um, bars here to me as well. It's a big miss. I don't know how, why he's blocking the little guy when he has all this help over here and there's no help over here. It's, either, it's you know. At least it's wide open, which kind of messed up this whole play in the first place. Because even if they did run into each other, I guess he could have hit Hollins, you know? But, yeah. Yeah, man. It's just, it, it just was not meant to be. <laughs> to be honest. I mean, it's just way to explain that. They run into each other and, and the free, free blitz are there. Yeah. And they never ran that play before. They're getting interesting. They wanted to bust out. You know, see if they did their homework. Hmm. It's uh yeah. Yeah, I mean bad execution in the moments that are most crucial. I mean, that's uh I, I in my opinion, you know, like that's an, a reflection on coaching staff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In my you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah. So, you know, because we, we do see teams with lesser talent. I mean, Devontae Adams, he's like the best wide receiver in football. So we see teams with lesser talent execute in big moment, right? We see it uh, every Sunday. Yeah. So you know that's that's probably like it's 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 brutal to see. You know, like oh man, you had a great concept drawn up right there, didn't execute. Why is that? You're saying that they don't run that play or haven't run that play. So how much have they practiced that play? You know, so. It go, yeah, you can you can blame it on Hunter Renfro. You can blame it on Devontae Adams. <laughs> yeah. But it's going to come down to coaching in the TDL book, right? But I do want to talk about I do want to talk about that two point conversion attempt. Okay, yeah. did you did you see Josh Jacobs' comments after the game? Oh, what did he say? He said that you know um, he feels like the loss is on him because you know he had a, he had that chance and he didn't you know convert whatever it is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. In the long, like in the short, in the short term, you can question Josh Jake, um, Josh McDaniel's decision to, you know, go for two right there. Yeah. But you just won Josh Jacobs right for the entire year. Like he's taking that whole loss, he's putting that whole thing on his back. He's gonna run through a brick wall for you, even more so than he already has been. Like you're saying, like, hey, like you're saying, Josh, here you go. We're, you win it for us. We're putting the game in your hands. We trust you. You know what I'm saying? 
um, because that was a called run. It's a, it's a design run, mm-hmm. you know, um, and so they they decide to stick with it at the line and they go with Josh Jacobs. He, he you know, like, hey, we're putting the game in your hands right here. So even though, yeah, it didn't happen. I think Josh Jacobs, obviously you've talked about his issues in the red zone, but you know, Josh Jacobs um, getting that boost of confidence, like that vote of confidence, like we believe that you can win this game for us kind of thing. You know, I just think yeah. that in the long term, that's going to pay dividends, hopefully for Josh McDaniels, because there's not really much else that I can really say that's positive yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, other, other offensive thoughts, I thought the offensive line had their best game, uh, they had a good game this game. Uh, pre- pretty much overall, blocking, pass blocking, run blocking, they were solid. I thought they did well there. Um, you know, they need Darren Waller. And I know a lot of people say they want to trade Darren Waller. No, they need Darren Waller big time. Uh, I think Darren Waller, he had a couple of key catches against Denver. I mean, yeah, he didn't put up a lot of yards, but he had a couple of key catches in that game. Um, yeah. They need him. I think they, it would have been a big difference in this game. I believe when he came out, who went out in that first quarter. I think that was a a huge deal because it, it it allowed them to kind of. I think I think they had a guy that could guard Matt Collins. Those guys they had out there, they could guard Matt Collins. It wasn't like the that's what the Titans had. So they had a guy that could guard Matt Collins and allow them to just double team Hunter Renfro and double team uh, Devontae Adams and kind of take kind of play trap coverage on everything that Renfro likes to do and have somebody over the top on Adams. But if you have Waller out there, it opens everything up and yeah. they can't do that. Right. So right. Um, it's, it's, it's big to have him in these type of games. That's why you need those three guys, right? It's for this, these type of games against this type of offense, you need Darren Waller and, uh, you know, so uh, he would have been big time in this game. I think they would have really fed him at some point. I think I think they had a plan for him because just just yeah, the way just the way course. they're running the ball and they're throwing the ball inside, they had a plan for him. You know, because even even Horstead got a couple balls. You know what I'm saying? He, he yeah. getting some balls, so that tells you that they had some kind of plan. But I think they would have had some like more deep passes up the middle, things like that to to get him going. So I think they they had some uh, they had some stuff up their sleeve. But when he went out the game, man, it changed everything. You know, yeah. That that being said. Raiders still had that was their biggest offensive output so far. Uh, I mean, it, it was the most. Or they scored. No, they scored. They, they, they scored like more against Denver. Yeah. They like a damn good offense on tape. Finally, that's what I would say. They, they looked. They looked solid. Carr has some awesome throws. You know what I'm saying? Double yeah. Throw, I don't know. Oof, that was that was a crazy route. Double team. Double team. Double team. Double team. Double team. Get the corner and the safety. <laughs> He's, man. Yeah, yeah, man. There was, and, yeah, there, there and, was and that one catch in the sideline. I gave him a lot of crap for it, but that was a tougher catch than I than I thought. Um, that was a tough catch. Tough catch. It was a tougher catch than I thought, but I mean, we, he's he's still paying a first round pick. He's, he's got to come with that. Come down with that, man. Like, <laughs> like Stephon Diggs catch that probably. That's what I was thinking. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> you didn't say that. You're gonna go there. Yeah, I just, I just what I'm saying. I just want to say that. All right. Any other uh, thoughts uh, on offense before we switch gears here? All right. So I'm going to get into defense. Go ahead and do a little breakdown. First thing I want to show you guys, talk about is the edge pressure in this game. 
We're looking at Chandler Jones. Okay. They do a lot of volume, have a lot of volume in terms of their ball fakes and what they do. Watch Patrick Mahomes reverse pivot. Okay. But Chandler Jones, he's not even looking at Patrick Mahomes. He's looking at the blocking scheme. He identifies the guard, gives a little Olay. Okay, this is unorthodox. This is not how you, you coach it, but Jeremy Jones, he's an over 10-year vet. He can do whatever the heck he wants to do, especially if he's going to make a run stop like that. He had a couple of those in this game. This is uh, Max Crosby okay, with a little run stop. This is like a taking down a, a calf, like a rodeo kind of taking down a calf. Just he just needs to get some rope at the end of that and just like tie tie that back up. Sit straight up. That's what it looked like. Okay. Um, here we go. Chandler Jones again. Okay, he's gonna go inside. This is a this is a stunt. Oh, this is a blitz. So uh 24 is blitzing off the edge here. Abrams blitz off the edge. So we're gonna get a little inside stunt here from Chandler Jones. Watch him with a little uh throw by. This is like a Jonathan Hankins special. You don't see defensive ends do that every day. Gets in on the tackle right there, run stop, and then also just the pass rush. You know, Patrick Mahomes was under constant directors. Max Crosby went over this play. This is just an icy spin move. Look at this. <laughs> that is that is very dangerous. Okay, if, if Max Crosby is progressing into this type of pass rush that can win that quickly and has these kind of moves in his repertoire, you know, there's really we're going to see, you know, tons of hurries, multiple sacks a game. Really going forward, it's going to be the norm. You know, here, uh, Chandler Jones on this side in this play. Okay, pass play. Reads out of his pass rush. Hits, hits that guy coming back across. Textbook. This is how you play defense at a high level. It's doing these little things. Okay, disrupting the play right there. That was a great, uh, great <clears throat> awareness from Chandler Jones. Here's another one from Chandler Jones. Going to go ahead, go with that cross chop. Wins clean. Okay, just doesn't doesn't quite bring him down. Forces the incompletion. Throws under duress. Okay, here's another one from Chandler Jones here. Okay, does a little fake. Like, I'm going to, okay, am I going to cross chop? You know, I'm going to bull rush. He gets underneath him, drives him all the way back detaches with the arm under rip move and just what incredible timing to dive and catch his ankle at the very end right there gets a you know Patrick Mahomes gets it off before he throws before he hits the ground and then here's this uh here's a sack from Crosby another look oh you guys you got this is this is the benefit of having Chandler Jones. You guys aren't understanding. It's not about Chandler Jones' production. Look at Max Crosby, the same exact thing that Chandler Jones just did. Waves his hands. Hey, I'm I'm doing a little cross chop. I'm doing something. Nope, I'm bull rushing. He gets underneath his pads. Get off of me. <laughs> right? Love it. Okay. So he's emulating Chandler Jones already. He's adding some of Chandler Jones' tricks to his tool bag. Okay. Now let's look at what what they did, how did they handle Travis Kelsey between the 20s, okay? When they were in zone, they're going to get into cover three here, okay? When they were in zone, what they would do is they would have the nearest edge rusher whenever whenever 
Kelsey was lined up inside, whether he was a tight end or near slot or flexed out tight end, whatever it is, okay? When he was the nearest slot, they would go ahead and have this up defensive end hit Crosby before he would get into his rush. Okay, this is just going to throw off the timing a little bit, especially when this is the first read. Usually, Kelsey's going to be the first read. So you have him start worrying about now, before I'm even running a route, I got to worry about a defensive end in my way. So they would use the defensive end to hit. Here's another one, Crosby. I like, the, I like this play from Crosby because at first he lines up inside shade, then he goes outside shade. He's messing with his head a little bit. Again, forcing Kelsey to worry about, okay, I have to evade this defensive end before I even have to worry about now getting open in coverage here. Okay? This time, this example is in cover two. Same kind of idea, though. The zone coverage, you, you don't, you're not going to be able to man up on cross or on uh, Kelsey. Use your defensive ends. They use Cleveland Pearl like this a lot, too, to hit him before he gets into his route. Then when they were playing man coverage, they would just go ahead and double team him in, in a variety of ways. I like this call. This is a good uh, good look here because it's obvious man. We got all these DBs over here, okay? And we got um, this safety. Is he a robber safety? Is he a low-hole defender? Is he going to blitz maybe? Okay, what's, what's he doing? He's actually doubling Kelsey's. So, he, so Abram comes down here in the box. His intentions are unclear. I think this is, this is a good job of disguising. And then he opens up towards the bunch, looks for Kelsey, drives, cuts the crosser immediately, finds Kelsey. And notice how Trayvon Merrick is the guy who's manned up on Kelsey. He was, he was the guy who uh, would be man on the tight end um, in all their formations. So he, he saw Travis Kelsey the majority of the game um, as a matchup defender in man coverage. Trayvon Merrick, here's another one. Merrick, top of the screen, man coverage. Here's another, I think, in theory, this is a smart look. It looks like they're playing cover one robber or cover one cross, but no, we're actually going to bracket double team on Kelsey, okay? Only problem is that leaves the middle of the field completely wide open. These guys got to, you know, guys got to win their one-on-ones. So that's what we're going to get into, okay? So they were doubling Kelsey. They were hitting Kelsey. That forced Patrick Mahomes, hey, I got to find other guys to hit, okay? And so he, unfortunately, he's capable of doing that. This is an example in cover four. Um, I think uh, this guy, uh, Martinez, Blake Martinez here, I think he's in the wrong spot. I think um, he's pushing over here to this hash when Abram is covering this hash and someone goes and makes a catch on the opposite hash. So. Stuff like that. I think, you know, Martinez, he's, you know, brand new to the lineup. I think he's thinking that this is some kind of man match scheme. And so far they haven't run anything like that. They don't, they're only running zone match um, and zone schemes right now. So Blake Martinez just has to get, has to get on the same page. Um, here's an, here's a look. They do this a lot. I mean, who runs this more than, uh, more than these guys? Um, what happens here is we have two guys in coverage Abram on this tight end, Merrick on Kelsey, and now the back to the boundary is going to go ahead and do that little uh, swing release. And Diablo, who's in man coverage on the back, he has to fight over all, the, all this mess here. 
And this is just an easy pitch and catch. This is designed. They're not looking to go anywhere else on this play. They immediately are going to read here and try to figure out, are we hitting this guy? Yes or no, right? And so it's an easy one read play from a homes. Okay, gets a first down in a key situation. Here's another one. I'll just let it run here. Same exact look. What's happening here? They're playing man coverage. They're doubling Kelsey. And again, Hobbs gets beat across the middle on a drag route, gives up some yak. At the end of the play, here's another one. Uh, Amik Robertson, nickel. Man coverage. Okay, he's doing everything right. He's in perfect position still, just can't, you know, make a play against a bigger bodied receiver. So all of these guys, it wasn't just Hobbs, it was all these guys gave up catches, okay, um, you know, for chunk gains, unfortunately. I wanted, to, I just wanted to show this one. Look at, look at Cleveland Furl. I got some flack on, on social media. Look at Cleveland Furl lining up press corner. Check him out. Check him out. Oh, no, get on the ground. Travis Kelsey, and he, and, and look, and he, and he falls on him too afterwards. Okay, that's not what you're supposed to do. But, okay, we're playing it. We're, we're playing in the field here. Look at Clee. We've had the Travis Kelsey eraser on our roster this entire time. And we just have never realized it. Um, okay, so for some reason, they had a completely different game plan for Travis Kelsey in the red zone. We're going to watch all four of his touchdowns here. Um, so here he is lined up. This is a this is a nasty, nasty play. And I think if you run this, even if you have it completely written up on the cards, your scout team is doing it. I think you're still going to score six times out of ten. If the uh, if the defense knows this play is coming, this is a disgustingly filthy play. We're going to get the the jet motion at the snap. All of a sudden, bam! We got one, two, three, four receivers to the boundary, to the short side of the field. And we're playing man coverage. All these guys are switching spots. This could have easily been a touchdown as well. Number nine is wide open, but they just go ahead and throw a Kelsey. Um, you know, I think having uh, Diablo as the low hole defender, this is a blitz, by the way. Diablo is blitzing off the edge, and, and um, Perryman is the low hole defender. I think, in my opinion, I think that they should switch the, uh, these guys' roles in this in this scenario here. Diablo just has longer wingspan, taller athlete, just makes it a bit harder to throw over him. Maybe, but still, I don't know if that would even have helped. Again, that was a disgusting play call. Two guys could have scored touchdowns easily on that play. All right, so here's another one. They did a lot of this. So what they're going to do is they're going to, again, they're going to get a double on Kelsey, okay? And really, they just, I mean, this is just perfect execution on the offense, you know. Um, first, Kelsey goes outside, so Merrick is fighting to get across those. But this is a little return route, so he goes outside before he comes right back in. little angle route, right? Little, yeah. Almost like a Texas route, okay? Yeah. And Harmon is there for the inside break. Merrick has the outside break. Harmon has the inside break. He's there. He's on him. He knows uh, uh, exactly where to be and where to go. And it was just Kelsey 
doing a little dead, you know, dead body weight spin away from, you know, just, I mean, this did not result in tackle. You know what I'm saying? Like this should have been a tackle. It's just an okay player going up against a great player. You, you wish you would like with Dover or something and knock that ball down if you're not going to tackle him. <laughs> I mean, it, it got on him so quick too. Yeah, All right, true. so here's an, here's another one. Kelsey is at the top of the screen here. He's going to go across the formation. He gets hit. Perryman, great job. Hit him. Okay, he stays on his feet somehow. And Crosby, unfortunately, gave up contain on this one. Let's Mahomes get out of the pocket. And then uh, somehow Kelsey is just an incredible broken fields runner, just goes in and cuts back across the teeth of defense. I think really in pursuit, the biggest problem here is Merrick. Merrick is man, man-to-man on Kelsey. He goes across the field, and Harmon now cuts Kelsey. They're, play, they're playing again. Harmon, Kelsey are doubling. Or I'm sorry, Harmon and Merrick are doubling on Kelsey. Okay, so when Kelsey goes under, watch Harmon. He's driving on that crosser. So now Merrick has to go replace the middle of the field safety. Now he's the middle of the field safety here, okay? So watch Merrick. He needs to be always inside out on Kelsey. And when Kelsey catches the ball, he's going the opposite way and Merrick is coming this way and he just gives up. And really, if Merrick is just inside out on this and he vices this with, with you know, the guys who are in the right spot, mm-hmm. that's, that, you know, then it's just, they just tackle him right there. So in my opinion, in pursuit, these guys, all these guys are on the right spot. They are, they are making him cut back there should be someone that he's cutting back into, but yeah. there just isn't. Nobody there. There's no one there. So they're all doing the right thing. Mary is out of position, in my opinion. And then this one is extremely tough. If you go back through, okay, every single under center play from Kansas City this year, you're going to find out of like the 20 that they ran, maybe one pass play okay they, i saw them do one play action when i was going through and preparing uh we didn't do the, we didn't do the breakdown because i think i was having difficulties technical difficulties okay but i was going to talk about how when they get under center they always run it okay well they went for a tendency breaker on this game and it ends up um you know forcing these guys like i think you know just to be out of position the other thing is the late motion, okay? We, we already have a tight end in line. At the end of the play, tight end comes over. Abram is set, telling uh, Hobbs, stay, stay, stay. Hobbs says, no, I'm going to come over here. And then now no one is covering Kelsey. Right? Wow. So, so there's just miscommunication here. I think the play action and then the heavy run look didn't help either. But yeah, I don't know how you make that mistake. If anything, someone else should have been completely wide open and two guys should have been on Kelsey, right? But instead, no one actually covered Kelsey. So, yeah. Um, Yeah, so defense... 
did not adjust. They played the same exact looks that they did that gave them success in the beginning of the game. They played the exact same looks at the end of the game and they got torched on them. So that's it's not good enough. Yeah, you you might have a game plan that gives Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes some problems, right? Mm-hmm. You might have that game plan. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what are you gonna do now to continue to throw the, you know, like you gotta have two game plans ready. You know what I mean? So yeah. that when that halftime comes around, now we're doing the second part of this game. You know what I'm saying? We're not going to just keep the status quo because they're going to have a, a great answer for it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and it really just came down to, you know, Patrick Mahomes just finding the one-on-ones, the favorable one-on-ones away from Kelsey in the middle of the field. And, you know, he made those connections happen and the Raiders weren't good enough. He played so much man coverage, the most man coverage I've seen them play, the most man coverage. I mean, I guess, I don't know, do you have to play man coverage against the Chiefs? Now that they don't have Travis, or I'm sorry, um, Tyree Hill, I think it's a little easier. It's but it's it's easier to play man coverage against the Chiefs because you don't have Tyree Hill anymore, right? Because before it was like, okay, yeah, you want to call man coverage. Now you got to play the covered fives, and you got to hang a safety over Tyree Hill. You know, you don't have to necessarily do that anymore. But the game plan, I mean, you saw them using the same looks and getting beat in those same looks repeatedly, right? So at some point, Patrick Graham has to be like, okay, this is not working, right? But we didn't see that. See, I mean, it's it's kind of like, I don't know, if MVS is going to get 100 yards, he's going to get 100 yards, we're going to stop Travis Kelsey. It's basically, that's kind of what I was felt like I was watching. Like, we're stopping Travis Kelsey at all costs. It doesn't matter if anybody else beats us. We're going to stop yeah. Travis Kelsey. He's not going to beat us, which is fine, but... I, I think when you have that lead, I think it's when you start playing more cover two. You have to play as much man as they're playing. You know, that's what I'm saying. Those guys are running wide open and some of those crossers. And then, yeah, Mahomes gets open and then you have MVS versus Hobbs on a crosser. MVS, and he's already have a little step on him or whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's the separation is going to keep going. You know what I'm saying? The acceleration, the separation. I know Hobbs runs a 4-4 or whatever, but um, he's athletic, but. Still, I mean, MBS is a, a fast guy too, and if he's already got a little bit of a step, it's going to gain more as he crosses the field and as Mahomes uh, gets out of the pocket and hits him on the run. So you got to start playing some cover two, man, and let Kelsey eat underneath for a little bit. You're already up twenty to seven or, or whatever. Let them eat underneath. But what happened in this game was different from the from the uh, Cardinals game. The Cardinals game, you know, the offense didn't keep putting up points. The offense did this game. It was different. The offense kept moving the football. They had uh, two, they had one bad drive, but then they had two good drives and a score, two scoring drives. They put up 10 points really quick. I actually put up nine, but uh, I mean, they still kept the Raiders in the game. They didn't allow the Raiders to get out of this game, but you know, the Cardinals was like a slow leak that it was like, just like the Cardinals weren't even trying to win, but they ended up winning. I mean, they were getting picked apart, man. It just hitting. He was hitting crossers everywhere, just, just picking them apart downfield. And I'm thinking, man, you you, you got to stop that. Who cares about Travis Kelsey at that point? You got to go back to the two high shell, play a little cover two, make him dink and dunk down the field because he was not dinking and dunking. And that's like ah, that's yeah. what I realized too. So they played. They played. They had their. I was actually shocked. They had their simplest game plan this year, in terms of like the volume that they ran. Yeah. It was like, yeah, these more designer like doubles on Kelsey and stuff like that. But like, that's what they did all game, you know, when they, whenever they got into main coverage. So, uh, but I, I, I'm going to put a lot of this blame on, on Patrick Graham because <clears throat> yes, 
you 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 have to you ha- you can't get killed by Kelsey. I understand that. But when you to see them, okay, get into a look, and then they and then they run like a devil on Kelsey, and then you get beat on like a drag across the middle, and then they get into that same ex- excuse me, they get into that same exact look, they run the same exact coverage, and then get beat on the same exact route to the same exact player with the same exact guy in coverage. This is the defensive coordinator putting these guys in that position now repeatedly and not giving them help or not, you know, figuring out, okay, that's not working for these guys. Right. So yeah, you, I could say, I could sit here and say, uh, Nate Hobbs had his best game as a, or worst, worst game as a pro. He gave up all these yards, he gave up all these catches. Or I could be like, why did Patrick Graham keep on putting him in that situation? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so I, I am going to put a lot of this blame on Patrick Graham. I know that, you know, I know that Nate Hobbs was hurt, but I think if Nate Hobbs wasn't hurt, yeah, that that definitely had a huge effect on this game because if Nate Hobbs wasn't hurt, he's going to make some of those tackles. You know, he's going to make some of these big impact plays, these splash plays that he makes. He'll, he'll make he'll make a tackle for a loss. Yeah, Nate, he's always good for that, right? He's going to have some run stuffs, you know. And he didn't even do that. So yeah, Nate Hobbs giving up a a, a drag to a guy like MBS who runs four threes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like okay. He's not Darrell Revis. Anyone is going to do that. Like plenty of corners who we think are incredible. Like Darius Slay might give up that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. yeah Jalen Ramsey will give up that. Okay. Like uh, we're not saying Nate Hobbs is terrible because of that. But the stuff that he does great, he didn't even do. Yeah. So the, the injury must have really had an effect on him. When you break a bone, your body does go in shock. Yeah. Right. Right. I mean, like, it's just a biological, physiological response. So maybe that could have, you know, been potentially having an effect. I don't think that we're going to keep on seeing that. Like, yeah, Nahab's, he'll get beat every once and again. He's not a shutdown corner. But the the tackles for a loss, the getting in the back of the blitzes off the edge, all that stuff. Yeah. That was that was missing from Nahab's game. We didn't see that. Obviously, the injury had an effect. Um, <clears throat> and then the other thing I want to talk about was, Trayvon Merritt had his best game so far under under Patrick Graham. Mm. They were using him. He was he was he was a chess piece for Patrick Graham. They were using him really a lot on Merritt. Obviously, we saw in man coverage situations, but also to get him into like the fate, like where Patrick Grant, oh, I'm sorry, where Patrick Mahomes wants to throw the ball, dropping Trayvon Merritt into those zones. He had, he had a really good game, I would say. So um, I'm, I was happy to see that. Definitely made an impact. Definitely make a positive impact in coverage. Looked really, looked really good. Looked solid in coverage. Um, and, and he had a tough assignment. You know, there was some. There was a BS. There was a BS defensive hold call where Patrick or um, Travis Kelsey like lost his footing. He like slipped. Remember that one in the game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like saying that Trayvon Merrick held him, and he got called for that. You know, but other, other than that, I think that. He honestly had a really good game. So it's good, man. It's good to hear. Good to hear, man. Uh, you know, because I know Diablo's been struggling. You know, Morag, he's the other good draft pick from the year before. So you want to see that growth in him. So it's good to hear. Fans would love to hear that, man, for sure. All right, man. Anything else that we got? Um and there are thoughts on defense. No, that's it for defense. I'll probably, you know, in this bye week, I'll probably do a Max Crosby, you know, a little breakdown that'll get us a bunch of views. You know what I'm saying? Everyone, everyone loves that. 
It'll be, it'll be just the, it'll be just a highlight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, uh, it'll, I'm, it'll I'm, be a cheap cheap way to get some clicks. You know? Yeah, for sure. I'm gonna do the car Carfax for this week. I thought Car played really well, actually. Um, definitely, definitely his best game in my opinion. Great game. Great PFF. game. I care what his PFF grade or how many big time throws they say he had. But um, I, I think yeah, he played really well in this game. Uh, and of course, I'll do some Josh Jacobs. And of course, I'll put my offensive line pressure. It should be like a minute 30 this week, though. So we should be excited. We see some growth. Uh, it was five hey, minutes versus yeah, Titans. We're about two or two minutes, 30 seconds versus the Broncos. It should be like a minute 30 this week. We're getting better, right? We're getting better. The clip's getting shorter. That's what we want to see. So. All right, cool. So um, the, the other thing is we wanted to do a mailbag like Q&A, a mailbag show, mailbag show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. letting the audience know now, put those questions in the comments. You know, we'll read them. The, the ones that we think that we can answer to the best of our abilities, we'll pick, you know, and uh, we know we'll take a little screenshot, maybe throw, throw it up in the uh, in the Q&A, you know, in, in the show. Uh, so yeah, so ask us any questions. Ask us scheme related questions. You know, ask us fun stuff that we can you know have fun to you know get down and find the answers to and to show you guys. Yeah, please. That's the ones that we're gonna pick. Okay, if you want to ask us stuff yeah. about you know like gossipy stuff or something like that, <laughs> you know, Darren, should Darren Waller be traded or something like that? Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. give it, give us some scheme, give us some scheme questions, and we'll and we'll answer those. Yeah, you know, you give them steam questions. Uh, yeah, so mailbag to the mailbag, and uh, we get that mailbag episode. We like we do that, we do that like every bi week. So you know, keep that. Yeah, going. I think, yeah, keep that going. Keep that going. Keep your tradition going of the bi weeks. Yeah. So then we got to get ready for the Texans, man. I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I get the exciting part. I get to watch Texas defense. You get to watch the. Oh, you need to get to watch Damian Pierce at least. I get to watch Pierce. I like Davis Mills. I like Davis Mills. <laughs> we'll see how much you like about the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that holds true for you. Watched zero all twenty-two of Davis Mills as a pro. <laughs> Mind you, <laughs> you just gave him a nice grade at you know uh, uh, XTV or whatever XTV. Yeah. Yeah, coming out, coming out. That's it. Um, right. Yeah. So well, yeah. So we'll also have that the preview for that show already. All right, guys. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We'll see you. Peace. Later, y'all.